Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Well, what I do is uh, I look a woman up and down, and I say, Hey, how you doing? Hey, everybody, this is Jim McCarrens, back with the good, the bad, and the TV on the Believe Podcast Network. It's the number one podcast network for professionals. Let's believe in the good, the bad, and the TV. The year is 2004. It's the year Facebook is introduced by Jesse Eisenberg lookalike Mark Zuckerberg, and the year that the unmanned Cassini spacecraft arrives at Saturn. In 2004, Millie Bobby Brown is born, Ronald Reagan dies, Howard Dean screams, Ken Jennings has a 74-game winning streak on Jeopardy, and Massachusetts becomes the first state to legalize same-sex marriage. A rarely covered kind of natural disaster, this one a tsunami, is one of the biggest news stories of 2004, when a 9.1 earthquake, the third largest ever recorded, strikes under the Indian Ocean, off the coast of western Indonesia. Lasting up to 10 minutes, the quake sends walls of water inland in all directions. More than a quarter million people die across 14 countries. Shrek 2 is the movie that gets the most money in 2004. Lord of the Rings Return of the King gets the Oscar. And in 2004, the very last Oldsmobile rolls off the assembly line, 107 years after the Olds Motor Corporation begins to manufacture them. Out with the Olds, in with the new. Just like on TV. By the early 2000s, the one-hour television drama has evolved considerably from its black-and-white hard right angle early years ways, especially over the past 20 years, due to advancements in storytelling, production, taste, and trust in what viewers seem to be able to handle or are interested in watching. The drama form is more layered, more complex, more shaded with gray. It's just plain more. Still, in 2004, the most popular dramas on television are the fairly conventional ER, Law and & Order, and CSI. Doctors, lawyers, cops. With a few exceptions, the boldest strides in storytelling are being made in the premium cable space. But then Lost comes along when a whole new kind of TV is found. It premieres in September 2004 as part of ABC's new season lineup, and it's about what its title suggests, being lost. In this case, a group of strangers on an uninhabited tropical island. Except that it's kind of not about that at all. Not as the title defines it anyway. Lost, the series, is equal parts adventure, sci-fi, supernatural, thriller, metaphysical exploration, religious treaties. And that's just the two-hour pilot. Jeffrey Lieber, J.J. Abrams, Damon Lindelhoff are credited as the guys behind it. Carlton Cuse joins the show running ranks after the series gets on the air. And in their hands, TV is about to find what's likely the most challenging new TV show unveiled in a generation. Lost begins with the crash landing of Oceanic Airlines Flight 815 flying between Los Angeles and Australia, on a seemingly uninhabited island somewhere in the South Pacific. 
it's several dozen survivors band together to do what they can to keep alive as they await rescue. Simple enough. Yet, as the pl- efforts play out over the course of the pilot, simplicity eludes all of it. Because the island is not so uninhabited after all. Rescue may or may not be coming. And the more the survivors explore the island, the more they and we come to wonder what the whole place, the whole series, is about. But a ton of viewers come along for the search. Lost comes out of the gate. A giant ABC hit. It employs a serialized storyline that requires... Let's go with the word attention. And throughout, it's punctuated with flashbacks, as well as what's sort of newish in primetime narratives, the flash forward. That allows for a padding out of individual stories among those unlucky enough to be on Oceanics Manifest. Tributaries to an already very busy waterway. Along the way, island life in the present is complicated, if not threatened, by cryptic unseen, non-human forces by evil inhabitants that are discovered on the island, known as the Others, by seemingly unsolvable mysteries, and by conflicts that brew, well, conflicts that brew. The metal hatch doesn't help clear things up either. The stakes in Lost escalate as the seasons go by, and as recovery continues, and as the search for home somewhat evaporates. The complexity intensifies. It's easy to get lost even as you're getting into lost. But a rabid and loyal following is caught up in Oceanic's fate and willing to track the story as they follow the clues and even suffer the misdirections. This much is known about what's unknown. Lost is more than about what it's about. In some ways, it's about what being lost really means. Or... It's about what its showrunners say it's about, depending. Later seasons even introduce the idea of a parallel universe. This is no Gilligan's Island. Or is it? The idea for Lost is said to have come from an ABC higher up while he's on vacation in Hawaii, positing the idea of a show that melds the hit TV competition series Survivor with the hit Tom Hanks movie Cast Away. Creative noodling in various hands from there yields the two-hour pilot that with its length and location shooting and large cast and special effects is said to cost more than $14 million. Note, the money seems well spent for director J.J. Abrams. In 2005, he wins the Best Director Emmy for it. Once on the air, it innovates off the air too. All manner of media, traditional or otherwise, are used to channel interest in and expand the base of Lost, including charting paths on the new landscape called new media, social media. Lost becomes one of TV's first internet-driven, internet-enhanced TV shows, with original content crafted for online viewing only to supplement it. An entire fictional universe is created online about the entire fictional universe on ABC one in which the show's writers and and stars engage with the fans, and in which viewers, by the millions, hash out theories among themselves to explain various of the series' mysteries, doled out for live day-and-date consumption in time period before streaming is a thing. 
remembers fan Jacob Hall writing in Screen Crush in 2019. Quote, It's important to remember what it was like to actually watch the show live from episode to episode. We live in an age today of episode recaps and social media group analysis, but Lost helped cultivate that climate. Lost didn't just demand that you talk about it amongst your friends and family. It demanded that you venture online and pore over elaborate fan theories and debate the veracity of so-called spoilers that always turned out to be fake. For a generation of fans, Lost was their high school hobby or their between-classes college obsession. If the X-Files defined television for geeks in the 1990s, Lost sunk its claws into those coming of age in the millennium. End quote. Lost is also suffused with such concepts as motif and subtext, with the idea of philosophical underpinnings. It's rewriting the rules of small screen storytelling, with viewers trusted to take more, hold more, invest more, think more, explore more, and come back. Nonlinear narrative, it's called. Moreover, the textural studies concept, or literary device, called palimpsest, imbues the writing. There's what's written, and there's what's underneath what's written, for those who care to see it. Lost was special because Lost was agonizing, writes Refinery29's Elena Nicolaou in 2017. Quote, It required endless scholarship. My friends and I dug through each episode, searching for meaning, even when there wasn't any, picking at it like the last bit of lobster meat in the claw. Lost was the centerpiece around which many of my most inspired discussions took place. End quote. Lost takes from The Sopranos' Shadings of Evil, from 24's Plays on Time, from the X-Files' Incorporations of Mythology, but it goes further than each. Having a fictional universe helps. Flash sideways? Really? Lost wins Best Drama for its freshman season and runs an additional five award-winning years. In its considerable wake, primetime TV once home to the comparably conventional CSIs and Law and Orders, is awash in so-called idea or quote-unquote concept, process, experience shows with titles that suggest a similar approach to Lost, such as Vanished, Kidnapped, Threshold, The Nine, Daybreak, Reunion. But like most imitators, these don't get what makes the original such a movement, what makes it work. They're all wrapping and no gift. But soon, over the course of several seasons after Lost comes on the air, both in broadcast TV and on cable, as well as in the streaming universe, writers begin to get it. They pick up the pace. Just as black and white TV gives way to color generations ago and, as a result, to more vivid storytelling, Lost leads to a TV drama forever changed. No longer pivoting, on ideas of a person, like Judging Amy, a place, like ER, or a thing, like Law and Order. They can be about experiences. Abstract becomes the new normal, thanks to Lost, which Bill Carter in the New York Times salutes as the show with perhaps the most compelling continuing storyline in television history. In 2014, on the 10th anniversary of its premiere, 
Lost is remembered by Grantland.com as the most important network show of the past 10 years. Quote, Lost makes no effort to coddle, to entice. Rather, it intentionally disorients. When Jack, the lead, runs through the jungle, always toward the danger rather than away from it, he dares the audience to sprint right alongside him. Though the show was years away from frustrating anyone with its mysteries, this headlong dash into the unknown was prophetic. Though it was stuffed with sci-fi nerdery and smothered in a thick bolognese sauce of strangeness, the show was a phenomenon from the moment it debuted. It inspired a very specific, highly contagious kind of mania. It arrived at a moment when Wikipedia sites wormholes were available to every viewer, when fan engagement migrated from the fringes to the very center of mainstream conversation. End quote. You gotta believe. Hey, thanks for listening. Send us some questions, some feedback, some suggestions. Reach us on Twitter at Believe Podcast or at Believe.com. Get some advertising there on this show or any other show here on Believe. Find and download The Good, The Bad, and The TV on Apple, where you can subscribe and rate us, on Spotify, where you can follow us, and yes, just plain listen for a new drop when, each Thursday, on these sites, or Stitcher, or Luminary, or TuneIn, or Google Play, or maybe somewhere in your lost universe. Be sure to like the show if you do, all over your social media. I'm Jim McCarrens. We'll talk again. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.